Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. All righty, friends. It was the Republican fizzle. It was the Republican ripple. Or was it? There's an interesting piece today. I mean, look, we are, uh, I am. I assume you probably are, too. Very disappointed in last night's results overall. But yet, what can we learn from it? It's interesting. There's a story on uh, the Liberty Daily about why the Red Tsunami by Thomas Lifeson. It's an American Thinker article. Seems to have hit only Florida. Why? Why did it hit only Florida? Is it all about perception? Was it messaging? What about Oregon? We have a, I mean, here, here's an interesting gateway pundit headline for you. It's the blood moon bloodbath. We had that blood moon last night. Democrats steal the midterms. Communism comes home to America. Crime, inflation, record gas prices, war, open borders, and corruption win big. Is that what happened last night? They have a a headline here, and, and this is what is difficult to believe. Difficult to believe the actual results And was this election stolen by the machines? The headline is is not what I just shared with you. It is this. U.S. exits polls, 73% of voters, and this is a CNN exit poll. This is a story. 73% of voters are angry about the direction of the country. So they voted Democrat? There's another story about pictures of suspicious ballots arriving way after the legal deadline in Detroit. Here we go again. So how is it that you can have 5 million illegals coming across the southern border in two years? 800 deaths of illegals crossing into the United States that we know about. Record inflation. Massive failure on the international. Arming our enemies like the Taliban. The failed Afghanistan withdrawal. Jailing the opposition and raiding the former president's home. Record corruption. Pelosi and Biden. Destroying the energy infrastructure. Exit polling from yesterday showed Americans had enough. This is the CNN story. So they voted Democrats back in power. doesn't make sense, does it? In Oregon, 
the governor's race is still too close to call. There is a story about the Republicans here in the Oregon legislature. It's a Willamette Week story. Democrat. Now, this is so far because I'm telling you folks, it is not over. Not for the governor's race, not for the congressional races. The exception of maybe Alec Scalartos. The Democrats, and this is the Nigel Jaquist story in the Willamette Week, appear to have 37 to 23 in the House and 18 to 11 in the Senate. Ryan Boquist, of course, is independent. There are three races in Clackamas, Hood River, and Multnomah counties that are too close to call. I think it's more than that. There's a Senate seat, Senator Bill Kenimer in Oregon City. That is absolutely a dead tie. The senators did pick up one Republican seat, or actually one Democrat seat out in Tillamook. It was won by Representative Suzanne Weber. This is Betsy Johnson's former seat. Lori Chavez de Reamer appears to have a insurmountable lead. Andrea in the in the fifth congressional district. Jamie McLeod Skinner is I, I just don't know how she comes up with enough votes to win that unless the steal is profoundly um, occurring in ways we don't even know. Salinas, Andrea Salinas, has a narrow lead over Mike Erickson. That's where the steal may come in. So what about across the country? And by the way, it is disappointing that um, we didn't have better results out of the U.S. Senate race. But I will tell you that for Joe Ray Perkins to get 42%, having no money at all against the institution of New York's third senator, Ron Wyden, who only got, uh, what was it, 50 or so. Wyden ran tons of commercials. You couldn't see anything without seeing that. And yet, an opponent with no money in a so-called Republican fizzle election did, in fact, at 42%. And it's not done. And they're not done counting. In the U.S. House of Representatives, last night I told you that in Florida, in Florida, folks, they flipped five seats in the U.S. House of Representatives from Democrat to Republican. Ron DeSantis, huge win over former Governor 
Charlie Crist. How did that happen? Well, I'm going to tell you what I think is the difference here. Yes, Ron DeSantis had a powerful impact in, as, in terms of just being a really good governor, probably the best governor in America. Now, don't think to any of you that I'm going light on Trump here because I'm not. I'm still very much a Donald Trump supporter. Ron DeSantis is hard to beat in terms of the governorship. There's no question about it. But I got to tell you this. It's more than just a the performing and the prevention uh, the performing of a good governor and a good legislature in terms of how they actually did things it's more than that and it's more than just the general feeling about them it's also about having a clean election system that doesn't allow the sophisticated steal to happen Now, there is going to be a lot to unpack here, and the finger-pointing on the Republican side has begun. Why didn't we do better? Well, let me tell you why I think we there are very good, bright spots here in Oregon. But first, a couple of emails. By the way, 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. If you have a theory on why Republicans had a red ripple, because I think they ultimately take over the House. They have lost some seats in places like Colorado and other places. That negates a little bit the wins they picked up in Florida, which was a huge, huge win. There are some bright spots. I think the U.S. Senate, by the way, is still very much up for grabs. I think, and one of the bright spots, by the way, is Nevada, where they have, Democrats have also perfected the steel. Republicans are winning big in Nevada, including the governorship. Now, in the coming days, we're going to find out what happened in Nevada that's different in terms of stopping the steel. But there are some places in Oregon where we had some profoundly positive news. A couple of emails here, quickly. Jim wrote, the Jimster, as he calls himself, this is an email from one o'clock in the morning. Hey, I was driving home after my visit to um, PC Courthouse for taxes and voting with a stop at Bymart for provisions and it dawned on me the difference between Republican and Democrat voters. The Democrats vote for their own self-interest while Republicans vote for the well-being of a nation. Us. That could be. Corby writes, says, I just can't figure out if the left cheated that successfully or if Oregon just has that many low IQ dumb people. 
Well, let me tell you the bright spot. And it's right here in the Mid-Valley area. And it is Kim Thatcher winning in a Democrat district. Half of it, Peter Courtney's old district. The other half of it, Democrat district. And working with Kevin Mannix in a Democrat district and Tracy Kramer, a newcomer to politics in a Democrat district. Now, how could this happen? This is, half of it is that Hispanic district, narrowly and boastingly, um, by the Democrats anyway, drawn in such a way that it is heavily Hispanic. How could a white farm girl, newcomer to politics, Tracy Kramer, with three young kids, how could she win in a district like that? Well, I'm going to tell you, I believe it is what I said last night, that Republicans, in politics, we tend not to work as a team. Democrats are much better at that in how they campaign, in how they get people to vote all the way down the ticket. Republicans don't tend to do that. I'm going to unpack this a little bit more as we go through the evening tonight. This is a huge bright spot. And there are lessons to be learned from it, and lessons to be learned from Lori Chavez de Reemers, what I think is a win in the 5th Congressional District. And I'll tell you what I think they are when we come back from the break. What do you think? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC. Talk on back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. So why are there bright spots across the country and not a huge Republican red wave like many of us saw and frankly a lot of the great polling companies that we believe are accurate pollsters got wrong. Is it the steal? Is that what happened here? But why did it work in Florida and why did it work in some places in Oregon and not others? Let's talk to Colin. Colin, good morning. What do you think today? Good morning, Jeff. It's been quite a long time. It has. Um, Well, particularly, I think that the reason that it worked in Florida and in certain places here in Oregon, but it kind of was only a fizzle, is because of the fact that most of the people that are around me that have hated democratic governance for so long already moved out of the state. They left for places that are more Republican governed, and that's why you're seeing a lot more concentration, I suppose, of Republican voters in those areas. And I've actually met people who have moved from places like Texas and Kentucky to Oregon because of democratic governance. So I don't, I don't think it was anything to do with a steal or anything like that. I think it's just 
they're being more concentrated into the places that favor their governance. Well, that that is possible. Uh, I know bunches of people have moved out of Oregon into Idaho, into um, Arizona, into Texas, into Florida. But yet, how can it be that we have Kevin Mannix and Tracy Kramer and Kim Thatcher all working together and they all win in heavily Democrat districts? How can that happen? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think that uh, I don't know the particular areas where those three, because if I'm going to be honest, I was just kind of paying attention to the major uh, things and I wasn't paying attention to like respective districts. But what it could be is if those are heavily suburban areas, Democrats manage to go ahead and turn suburban families into a voting block for the most part when they said, oh, yeah, if you don't let us carve your kids up with mutilational surgeries, then you're an evil person and we need to take your kids from you. So that could be the case there. I I don't know particularly, but... That's very possible. Thank you, Colin, and I appreciate you uh, calling in. It's good to hear your voice again. Thank you. Can I say one more? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk lines. Go to Freddie. Freddie, good morning. What do you think? Well, Jeff, I think that uh, the Democrats have a very positive message out there. They kept hammering about uh, fortune and and twisting and turning and, and absolutely lying about it. And I think into that. I think the Republicans don't support one another. I think you make that very clear. When you talk about the Democrats are a team and you know, the Republicans are not. I mean, uh, you spent a lot of time uh, hammering over Christine Grayson. I don't know what effect that has had, but it doesn't look like she's going to make it. And I, and I think that you know, that's what the Republicans do. They they eat their own. All right. Um, so do you think, what, what do we need to do to fix that? Well, we need to support one another for, for one thing. I mean, that's what you saw with Maddox and, and Cam Thatcher and, and the other young lady. They went together as a team, and they were everywhere, but there wasn't anybody beating them up either. There was people that were supporting them. Kevin was very good with his ground game, and Kim is a well-known senator, and everybody knows exactly what those were about. They were a team. They were. And they campaigned as a team. They pooled their resources. But they all three worked physically very hard. Even even Kevin and, you know, his law practice and businesses was out there pounding on doors regularly. This is a big deal because you have to be face-to-face with the voters. You have to show them you really want the job. Exactly. And they did that as a team. And... They asked people to vote for all three of them as a team on a slate. The Democrats are powerfully good at that. 
I can tell you story after story, Freddie, of uh, past elections in specific areas in Oregon where Democrats have been very successful at doing that. Republicans just don't do it. And it's why we lose. Freddie, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Eileen is a liberal who listens to this show and she writes me an email. Thank you, Eileen. And by the way, you can send me an email. It's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Number one, why the results? Number one, Florida is so red because DeSantis did re ruthless redistricting. Dems can no longer win there. Um, then how did Eileen Miami-Dade County vote so heavily Republican and it is so heavily Democrat? You're wrong, but that's okay to be wrong. Number two, the media and the pollsters wanted to make this race exciting to get more viewers and thus make more money. You're right about that. Number three, people realize the economy is bad because of what happened during COVID. No, they don't. But that's a failure of Republicans. And number four, people have had it with a dictator like Trump and his candidate choices. And people know 2020 was not stolen. Really? Most of Trump's candidates won. Did you hear that? Most of Trump's candidates won. Oh, and have you seen continued poll after poll? Americans still, by huge numbers, almost 50% of the country believe 2020 was stolen. Back in a moment. It is 6.30. We'll talk more about why we won in places in Oregon and not others. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. So why did, why are there bright spots across the country and in Oregon, the election results? Well, I'll get to that in a uh, in just a moment here because I we have to unpack this and and again we're still not over we have not decided some house races in Oregon we have not decided a governor's race none of it yet is fully decided we'll get into that here uh, in a moment got to remind you freedom heating and air can keep you warm and boy we got a whole bunch of cold days ahead of us no rain after having a bunch of rain that's okay. 503-580-1456 is a number to call Freedom Heating and Air to come out and fix your furnace and what's going wrong with your furnace. Or maybe your heat pump. That's what they're really good at. Emergency service. They, they do lots of other really good things. It's freedomheatingandair.net is their website, freedomheatingandair.net. 503-580-1456. Julie writes an email and Jim, hang on, I'll get to you in a second here. The symbolism which best describes the election and the electors is a picture of Biden, Harris, and Fetterman on the same stage. The collective IQ room temperature. I voted for a Republican I can't stand personally to get a Republican into the House. 
is a retired teacher. I'm wondering why I bothered to get out of bed in the morning all those years. I can see the greater Oregon movement going into overdrive. That is the movement for portions of Oregon to secede to Idaho. Uh, got a great email from Lee, and I will get to it uh, in just a moment here. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. Let's go to Jim. Jim, good morning. Your thoughts today in the morning after. Well, Jeff, uh, all the Democrats, they all got a 1000 bucks on their food stamps. I don't know if you know that or not. They were getting free food. It's hard to be with free stuff. It's hard to beat it. And it's the People's Republican Party. I mean, Democratic Party, it says on the, on the ballot that, uh, that it's the Democratic Family Party. And so they, they all get free stuff. Yeah, free stuff is pretty powerful, isn't it? Well, and all tell me they got a thousand bucks. You know, they all voted Democrat. What you? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I suppose uh, if if it is if you're if you're unable to think through the future of what Democrat control means to your life and you know critically analyze it then yes you're right you would just be so um i guess uninformed or so pliable in in i mean isn't that what we're teaching in schools how to be brainwashed good little robots of the left seems to be doesn't it i mean i suppose we could draw that conclusion at a at a higher level but do you think jim that even in spite of what you just said that there are people who are taking those food stamps that are going to the grocery store and are buying groceries and saying, how can everything be so expensive? And they don't connect the dots? They don't connect the dots. They're just caught in the moment. I mean, it's a free sandwich. Well, that to me is a failure of the Republicans to connect those dots. And it ain't that hard. And it shouldn't have been that hard. But apparently, it was. Jim, thank you. I appreciate your thoughts on that. Friends, I, th there's another caller here, and, and I'm going to get to you in just a second. Let, let me just say this. There's a reason Lori Chavez de Reamer is winning and winning big in the 5th Congressional District. And I'll tell you what it is. It's not because of what she did so much. It's what the Republican Party did in their ads in hammering away at her opponent being one of those people with imagery. And this is so important. Imagery of her supporting the rioters. Of her defunding and calling for the defunding of cops hammered and hammered and hammered in fact because i'm in the fifth congressional district that's all i saw incredibly good effective messages about Lori chavez de reamer's opponent that has a huge now i know this i know that it has a huge impact because two years ago when it was happening i was part of a group that was polling the issue and we know how it moved 
Democrat voters to vote for somebody who is an admitted Trump supporter. We polled that in terms of messaging. And it won. It moved Democrat voters. Now, we didn't win by a lot, but we did. There's a lot more to unpack there, and I will get to it in a moment, but I need to go to the next caller. Caller, good morning. Your thoughts today? Amy Ryan Corsa. Hi, Amy. Good to hear your voice. It's nice to to hear you guys uh, talking about what's going on. I I wanted to just give my two cents on uh, your conversation and, and, the, and call, of course, Fred calling it. I think the elephant in the room is the unmitigated disaster Oregon is currently looking at with the governor's race where we were so excited. And if we're 15,000 down in votes for Drazen currently, but yet Republican um, did show up to vote, but we do have Republicans who voted for Betsy Johnson. And we're only 15,000 down for Grayson, and and I think 8% went to Betsy Johnson. How many Republicans voted for Betsy? And I know, I know you're a fan, but I think that that's got to be the elephant in the room that we need to talk about because we have to unite as Republicans. It's a fair question to ask. Uh, for me personally, uh, you know, Betsy is a longtime personal friend of mine and someone that I have complete faith in to have the skill sets to to fix what's broken in Oregon. Um, it is, you know, for people like me, but I'm just one of a few. There, I, I, and I will tell you, Amy, that there was a massive move that I think was effective uh, of Christine Drazen and others making the case to Republicans who are going to vote for Betsy that if you do, you may, in fact, put Tina Kotek in the governor's office. And I think that was an effective message because I'll tell you, Amy, that I had people who were Republicans who said they were going to vote for Betsy, turn around and tell me they were not going to vote. They changed their mind. In fact, some had called this this show to do that. So I, the question is, I don't know what those numbers are. I do think that Democrats, that Tina Kotek made that same very uh, effective message, I think in large part to Democrats that if they voted for Betsy, they would put Christine Drazen, who they characterized as MAGA, in the governor's office. And I think they were effective with that message too. What do you think about that? Well, I think the verdict's still out as we watch the numbers come in, but I know I'm heartbroken like many Oregonians that it was not a stronger turnout uh, as far as, and I saw the numbers turn, but we, you know, representative of our Republican Party. I think the GOP came to the party late. I think we need to get a stronger GOP involved in our races. And I just think we've got to stop tearing each other apart as Republicans or we're never going to win. Working as a team. Thank you, uh, Amy. Always good to uh, hear your voice and uh, wish the best to you. Let's move to Art. Art, good morning. How are you, friend? Hey, Art, good morning. Art, good morning. Are you there? I think he is trying to pick up. Um, well, uh, maybe we 
if we can't get Art, then let's move to Gary, and maybe Art can uh, call back in. Would Art, are you there? Okay. Art, are you there? Hey, Jeff, this is Gary. Go Ducks. Hi, Gary. All right. Go Beavs. Your thoughts? Well, Betsy underperformed. She needed to draw more Democrats away. Uh, she needed to be around 15%, I think, uh, to, to give Drazen a chance. I mean, Drazen still has a chance, but, you know, Multnomah's going to decide this thing most likely, and that's not a good thing. <laughs> no, it isn't, because they have a history of um, finding ballots, amazing numbers they of do. ballots that just come in. Uh, it is a stunning, stunning thing. Now... A friend of well, mine, uh, Anne Marie, writes me a text message and, and says, Gary, and I want to know what you think about this, that the reason that Jamie McLeod Skinner lost to Lori Chavez de Reamer in the fifth is because Kurt Schrader did not support the Democrat, Jamie McLeod Skinner. What do you think about that? Is that an issue? No, I think one of the things that Republicans have to understand is that for Democrats, this is their religion. They, you know, I, I'm surprised it went as bad as it did, but Democrats, I think, will starve to death worshiping for government. And socialist government at that. You're right. You know, this is their religion. There's no question about it. Go Beavs. Back in a moment, we'll get to the rest of our phone calls. Want to hear from you, 503-589-1220. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. Um, let's get uh, back to the phones. We'll go to Rich, and then we will talk to Art because Art is back. Rich, good morning. Your thoughts. Welcome. Morning. The only thing I can say right now until we have more information is that I think the attack ads, like the ones used by um, Lori's crew, is excellent and does a lot more than people want to admit. Well, you could be right. Um, do you think that, what, what would you attribute to the win in the Kim Thatcher, Kevin Mannix, Tracy Kramer race. Races, I should say. I don't know. I I have this attitude. I don't look at it till midday today. I would say probably one of it is uh, Kim Thatcher's reputation and probably how they ran with the problems with violence and that kind of stuff. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, thanks, Rich. I appreciate that. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Hey, Jeff. There you are. <laughs> we got we to gotta keep praying, uh, you know, that some of the races turn out like we hope they do with the count. But you said something about 
Thatcher and Mannix being in heavily Democratic uh, districts. Did I, did I understand you saying that right? Well, certainly Kim Thatcher's district is. Uh, Kevin's, I think, is three or four points. Uh, it, it might be more than that. Tracy Kramer, certainly, that is a Democrat district. That's that Hispanic district. So overall, yes. Yeah, but I believe if you look at the numbers, when they did the redistricting, uh, Thatcher's and Mannix uh, have more Republicans or heavier Republican than they used to be. And I believe that's one of the definite reasons that they won. Uh, because I used to be, you know, my district used to be part of Woodburn and stuff like that. And so uh-huh. the Democrat won all the time, no matter what, because, you know, there's quite a few Democrats up in Woodburn. But when they cut that out of my district and did Salem, Mannix district, and I, I, I do believe it's more heavy Republican, just like. You know, Marion County is heavier Republican. So you don't think that um, their messaging and pounding on doors and working together as a team had as much impact with those swing voters? Because they're still Democrat districts. So what you would, for them to win in these numbers... Art, they would have to be polling a bunch of Democrat voters and a bunch of unaffiliated voters. Maybe well, some who've never anxious, voted. Well, I'm anxious to see what the breakdown is. But the redistricting was basically to get rid of uh, Courtney. Uh, and you got to make a few sacrifices uh, to ensure that you still get the majority. And I think the redistricting allowed you know, Republicans to win where Thatcher won and Mannix won, uh, but the Democrats to maintain areas and, of course, a majority. Very good. Thank you, Art. I appreciate that's an interesting perspective that there are more Democrat voters now in those districts or Republican voters than there were before. And that might be part of it, even though they are still Uh, Democrat districts. Thanks, Art. Good to hear your voice. Rich writes an email, says, why we lost. Jeff, when I learned that only 44% of Republicans when everyone had a month to vote, I knew it was going to be a long night for Republicans. It wasn't cheating. Our side didn't show up once again. Other reasons include the Republicans are not aggressive in exposing the left's policies, such as how people's lives will change under their anti-energy platform, And the media continues to help the Democrats by also not exposing their policies. Not everyone listens to Sean Hannity. If an absolute brain-dead whack job like Fetterman can win or bad policies in Pennsylvania, then it's pretty much over. Corby writes, Democrat or Democrats. Most leftist Democrats are fixated on death and destruction. They don't believe in God and are generally atheists and agnostics. They will vote for anything or anyone that represents death and destruction. That is what excites them over many years. I have noticed this is the basic trend. Lee's email that he sent to me earlier was the problem with Republicans? Question mark. Simply, 
They need to respond to the mudslinging, but more importantly, they need to teach the basics of economics, the free enterprise system versus the communist system. I've lost count on how many I've talked to that still think that the college forgiveness actually forgave the financial obligations instead of shifting them. These are the same people that were never taught how business works, want all the free stuff, complain about the high cost, but then don't want to work. We need people like you list, listening to educate every, anyone who will listen. That one group wants to control you, provide for you, remove your choices. Another group wants you to be able to do what you want, when you want. Simple, right? The message of liberty just was not front and center. It really wasn't. Because everybody said it's the inflation. Well, apparently Republicans were unable to draw the, the connect the dots to those people who are on the fence. I told you from the very beginning, you had to do that. The person that was gonna win the governor's race, and by extension, all of these other races was going to be the one who did just that, was able to connect those dots. Inflation is part of it, but the crime message is powerful. Now, I also will tell you that the reason that I think that Kevin Mannix and Tracy Kramer and Kim Thatcher did so well working together as a team is that they did hit the right themes, but they're also not in a major media market with television. Andrea Salinas, Mike Erickson, Lori Chavez de Reamer, those ads were very different, but they're in a major media market. So it costs more money. Those are congressional races. Alex Scalartos losing to Val Hoyle is also in a major media market in that both Roseburg and Eugene have their own TV stations. They're separate from Portland. It's cheaper to run ads down there. But yet even then you have to run the right ads. And I didn't see them from Alec. I saw very few of them. They focused on the wrong things and they didn't tie Val Hoyle to all the negative things, the truly most negative thing, and that is crime and that is rioting and it's defunding cops. They didn't do that. That was a huge mistake. Mike Erickson did very little of it in compared to not responding correctly or appropriately to the attack ads. Sometimes you have to do that. But if you're aggressive, and this is what our polling showed two years ago and continued polling, it was about crime and safety, that feeling. We'll see, because it ain't over yet, folks. There's still a lot of votes to be counted in Oregon. The question is, which way will they break? We'll know more later today, and we'll know more tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.